Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Man, We're Too Old for This, here on the Nerd Turtle Network. I'm your host, the experienced I'm called Jason, and with me today is... Bob. The token reads right to left, Tarky. CDO113. And today we're going to be talking about some news out of Marvel Comics. Uh, we're going to be talking about, they've done some, made some changes to Franklin Richards, and we're going to talk about those changes and the retcon gimmick that they use fairly often. Yeah. So, uh, not to insult Danny, but Todd, you're kind of the Marvel guy. <laughs> Give us the rundown on Franklin Richards. You know, I used to be happier about that title than I am now. <laughs> are you the Marvel guy? That's right, I am. It's nice. You the Marvel guy? Yeah. But anyway, uh, it's an issue of uh, Fantastic Four. Uh, writer Dan Slott made a change to Franklin Richards uh, where you had Professor X. Let me tell the story this way. You had a four-part mi part miniseries called X-Men Fantastic Four where Jonathan Hickman's douchebag X-Men basically stole Franklin Richards from his loving parents because he was an Omega-level mutant and they couldn't have that in the hands of humans. Uh, from the beginning of Dawn of X, literally from the first issue, yeah. you had Cyclops kind of telling the Fantastic Four, you know, let Franklin know he can come be with his people, you know. And it was, it was it's always been implied that at some point they were going to go after Franklin. Well, they go after Franklin. Uh, they manipulate him. That's not an exaggeration if you read the book. They literally plot out how can we manipulate this boy to come to Krakoa because he's too powerful to be with his parents. Now, so you go through all of that, and in a recent issue of, I think it's the latest issue of Fantastic Four, you have Professor X talking to Franklin because Franklin goes to go through a gate, and Professor X says, you can't go through. Why? Because you're not a mutant. Well, huh? It was like, nope, you're not a mutant. You're a cosmic being, and you are so powerful that when you were young, you wanted to be special. So you basically gave yourself an X gene. But it's basically not real. You you basically power cosmic. And you're not welcome on Krakoa. And you've had the fan reaction has been. The hell? Yeah. Because Franklin Richards has been a mutant from childhood. From his creation. Yeah. You know. And. And you've had a bad reaction from the fandom because it, it does fly in the face of a whole lot of stuff. It You get the impression that behind the scenes is Hickman and Slot basically having a measuring contest. You know, you did this to my character. I want my character back. You know, that kind of thing. And But my question, the thing that had me come up with this was the fans being upset I get it if you're kind of new to the hobby, but it, like if you're an old head, my God, how many cheap changes and tricks have we lived through? You know, yep. it it's at some point, why do you care? Well, he's not a mutant. Okay, hell, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver aren't mutants. Now, and I don't I don't think people were happy about that one either back when they did that. But the trick is, why do you care? <laughs> you know, it's it's. 
I think uh, one of the books I'm behind, I think they say somebody finally, like, asked the Scarlet Witch if she wants to come to Krakoa, which with Hickman's X-Men, I wouldn't do that because they, unless something's changed, they really don't like her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's kind of one of those things. I can remember when Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch were Magneto's kids. I can remember when they weren't Magneto's kids. Yep. I can remember that whole rebel, rebel, uh, revelation, you know, it was like, oh, guess what? That's really, the, you know, that's really Magneto's kids with his first wife. It was like, I don't know. Okay. You know, whatever. You know, it, to, to me, okay, that explains Quicksilver's hair. Yes, just like Magneto's when he's not wearing the helmet. Well, yeah, origi- originally they thought they were the Wizards' kids, and everybody yep. went, "Well, it explains Quicksilver's speed." Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There was no explanation for the Scarlet Witch, but you know. Well, you know they 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 went. I can't say fairly quick, but they they did back in that time when they were uh, was it Wanda Frank when they thought yeah. they were the Wizards' kids. It was in around there that you had Cathan show up and it was like, "Ha ha, you're part demon." And it was like, "Oh man." Makes sense. <laughs> you would have been some kind of energy-wielding mutant, but I needed a vessel. Congratulations. And I, I decided to give the chick a chance. Well, that's how Ar- Agatha Harkness got involved and stuff. Yeah. 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 Because uh, it's the Scarlet Witch Vision miniseries where you find out. Because you know, you know Magneto is like looking for him or something. Because he wrecks Agatha's yeah. house, but she's very unimpressed with him. And then as soon as he leaves, she just kind of snaps her fingers and puts her house back together. Well, yeah, because she is to, that, she is on she is basically a magneto level magician, you know. Yeah, power wise, yeah. they're both kind of you know up there. Yeah, Agatha's rough. She, yeah, she she was she was really rough, especially you know once you find out that hell they, the Salem Seven, I think it was, had burned her at the stake, and it it really didn't even slow her down. She's she's one of those that even strange. He may disagree with her, but he don't insult her because, you know, it's like that would be a fight that would level. Well, she's not human. Yeah. And that's that's this is off subject, but that's the trick in Marvel of there are human practitioners and then there are what's Yeah, she's the a what's She's a what's They they generate magical power. Odin, Loki, Dormammu. That's what always set Dormammu apart is he's not human. So he can his body generates mystical energy. Where a human needs tomes, artifacts, or they ask for boot. Yeah, yeah, they make deals with things. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, that's that's the big the big to do is uh, Professor X under with slot right and basically goes, "Ah, you're not a mute. Keep your ass out of Krakoa." And it was, you know, just, slot getting his character back, despite the fact that it was basically a couple months ago they went. He is a mutant, and we want him seriously bad. Oh well, yeah. Franklin has, like I said, has been a mutant since the seventies. Yeah. Uh, Was it the seventies? Because he came out in sixty-eight. It's whenever day, days of future past is what late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. Yeah, probably. And you remember he was one of the he was one of the prisoners in the camp when they escaped. In fact, hell, he was Rachel's boyfriend. Because she goes almost catatonic when you have a sentinel disintegrating. It may have been the early 80s. Yeah, 
I think that late seventies, early eighties, somewhere. In there. Eighty-one, eighty-one. Okay. Was that the first time they talked about him being a mutant, or had it come up in FF? No, no. The he he was blasting the hell out of stuff, damn near as a baby. Okay. He was Franklin's always been freakish. You know, when you had little kid Franklin, and he was, they showed him uh, playing a playing with a toy rocket, and the rocket was flying around the high, flying around the Baxter Building. And then you have like his mom put his toys away, and then they show you the back of the rocket. Yeah, and it was just a plain old plastic rocket. There was no motor or anything like that. It was him doing it with his power. Yeah, everybody thought it was Reed giving him something to play yeah. with. And they thought it was one of his daddy's gadgets. No, just plain old plastic toy rocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also, as a little kid, ran around with a power pack. So, yeah, he was Tattletale. Uh, and that was, like I said, that was Chuck's thing was like, you know, you've had all these different incarnations. You've been Tattletale. You've been, I think it was Power something. You've been this and that and the other. And it was just you want to be special. And we ain't having no fake mutants in Krakoa. So basically, you know, we're going to let this Omega-powered cosmic what's-it be raised by humans, which is, let's be honest, it's slot wanting his character back. To hell with it making sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if Franklin still had that, you know, Omega level power, how would you go and piss off an Omega level power thing? All he's got to do is snap his well, fingers he has, and that, that, it. gone. Right now, he doesn't have, he doesn't have access to his full abilities. Now, yeah. that's, that's playing the risk that he will never get them back, which is bullshit. Yeah, you know he'll get them back. Yeah, you know he'll get them back. And that's probably how they'll fix this whole X-Men Krakoa. And the thing is, I can't see, like I said, if you're an old fan and, you, and you're upset, well, I'm mad that he isn't a mutant. Well, remember after Heroes, what was it, Heroes Return? He was a baby celestial. Yeah. The whole reason you had the celestials involved in that story was like, you create universes, you're one of us. To be yep. fair, though, uh, have they not implied that mutancy may have been partially caused by the Celestials? Because, you know, you know they've tinkered with humanity throughout history. Well, yeah, the, this latest run of Avengers thing, you find out they basically go the fact that Earth has superpowers at all, basically, is because you had a Celestial die on the planet. So him being a baby Celestial would not stop him from being a mutant. That may just be the stages. Yeah. But the thing is, at the time that they went, he's a Celestial... You did not, well, other than Apocalypse being kind of hinted at being one, you, that ain't something that they just kind of flat out said. Mm-hmm. They weren't going, you a mutant. They were going, you a celestial. You're just a kid. Because, you know, even amongst mutants, there ain't a whole hell of a lot of them that can create a universe. You know, it's, like I said, it's, it's one of the kind of things I... I I can see the the upset because story wise the way it was going it busts up continuity mm-hmm. pretty bad leaves a lot of holes but as far as the well I'm mad that he ain't a mutant well, he's been a baby celestial he's been hell you find out that hell when he's grown Galactus is his herald so <laughs> yeah you know even even the immortal Hulk. And the uh, Marvel 1000 book that came out earlier this year basically showed that Franklin and Galactus are the last living things in that universe. 
I forgot about that until you said that Galactus was his herald. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he bitched up Galactus. And then, and like had, I said, you've had, you've had other versions of the universe where he ends up Galactus. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that, truthfully, that, that was the whole thing in this, was he's, he's the last thing that's not Galactus in this universe, and he's the thing that's supposed to carry over into the next one. Because when you read the Immortal Hulk, the Immortal Hulk kills his ass and takes his place. So, like, they have they have shown you glimpses into the next universe. Yeah, where the Hulk is the Galactus-type figure in that. He's the world breaker. He don't eat your planet. He smashes it. And sometimes most of your galaxy. Because he's a giant, glowing, rage, you know, eternity-sized rage monster. Yeah. Ding dong. World breaker here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it beats the Galacti from uh, Marvel Zombies. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And the Galacta Swarm from Ultimates. What is it? A big old swarm of space bugs. Yeah, well, the less said about that, the better. I guess, yeah. the, I guess space bugs are marginally better than the space tornado from the movies. Yeah, yeah. Cloud. If they had done the cloud as his entry, you know, coming into our atmosphere, and then once that kind of settled, like, you know, how you had in Independence Day, don't, the don't shit. Don't try to fix it, Danny. Don't try to yeah, fix it. Yeah. No, I'm saying, if it had been, okay, yeah, that's just his yeah, entry. Try to fix yeah. it. Don't try to fix it. Yeah, that was the, that was the whole point. There they was no reason to have the cloud, period. Yeah, yeah. They, did, they didn't want a giant purple man. They said a giant purple man was stupid. But a sentient cloud, that made sense. Apparently, a, a silver guy riding a surfboard. In... Why would Cloud need a herald? Anyway, but yeah, that's that's the latest uh, Marvel kerfuffle. So what are some other gimmicks they've done like this? Uh, I know things like uh, the Jane Foster Thor or the Falcon Captain America or the Bucky Captain America. I know all of those kind of fall into the same sort of thing. Though it's Where a little it's a different because you're not necessarily jump. retconning, but but it's the temporary gimmick thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know, you got the huge one with Spidey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole one more day. Well, you've had replacement of Spider-Man more than once. No, that was not a replacement. Oh, I'm talking about one more one day, more day was was thing that ended, that ended the marriage to him and Mary Jane. Oh, okay, yeah. By making a deal with the devil, which was completely out of character for, for the character. Hell, I think did Slot do that? Hell, I think Slot did that too. But uh, yeah, that, no, that was uh, oh, dude, that did Babylon Five uh, in Rising. The oh, Rising. Yeah, Star. that was uh, presents. Uh, yeah, he was he was being forced into it though, and he yeah. he disliked it so much he refused to let him put his name on the last issue of the story. Yeah, that is right. Now, who took over right after that? I don't know, because that was like his last issue. Because you've had you've had two somethings, but I can't remember the name of that last one because you had you had one more day that ended the marriage, and that was that was the whole thing uh, where they basically retconned the story and said, okay, so all the stories that were Peter and MJ when they were married, like him becoming an Avenger and then moving, in, all that happened. They just weren't married. And then you had the 
the overwrite thing that happened. You remember after Civil War when he told everybody his identity? Mm-hmm. And then you had that big story that basically got rid of that. Because that, cause up until that point, you know, Peter start he had like, organ- he, they'd given him organic web shooters and all this kind of crap. And you had, I forget what the hell the name of that arc was, though. But you had that arc that basically kind of plugged in some holes. He got the he got the mechanical web shooters back. Everybody forgot his secret identity. And uh now what they did Harry was, came back. What they didn't they take the uh the spider dudes and say, Oh, you know, he did that because we needed a, a face and he you know, he pretended to be us or something? Nope. No, you have you have another company you have another fix you have another event happen that's a fix but i forget what the hell the name uh, it was dr strange or something because the the make them forget his identity was a spell because the woman he was dating during the spider island stuff she finally clicks with her that he's spider-man because he gets on tv and goes i'm potter it's peter parker and i have spider powers yeah now at the time everybody in manhattan half, half of manhattan did so Nobody else clicked that it was Spider-Man, but that technically broke the spell, which means people could start figuring it out again. But there was something that, like I said, it's still involved in in a something because I can remember the end of it. One of the things was not just that people forgot his identity. You see the thing and you see his mechanical web shooters up under there. He, he, he screwed with time again. It may have been strange it did it, but it was involved in a story. Mm-hmm. Because well, not got rid of his ability gave, to speak to insects too, I think. Mechanical web shooters, it gave it people forgot his identity, and Harry Osborne came back from the dead. It was a story. But I forget what the hell the overarching thing of it was, but that was another one where they, you know, they took it and they retconned the hell out of a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But they did that kind of defaulting it back to back to its standard. Yeah. So I don't think people were as upset about that. And you know, up until that point, Spider-Man was around with, with stingers. Yeah. He had organic webs and stingers. Yeah, the, the, the Kane clone, I think, still has those. Yeah. Yeah. I know he had those as of the Spider Island stuff, I think. Yeah. But with this as the most recent big retcon, like, it's just, it's just, in, for you guys, it's just another one. Yeah. Yeah, it's, now for people that only been collected for five or ten years, you know. Yeah. It's well, the, and I, I confess to being guilty of that sometimes myself because I can't stand Hickman's retcon of the X-Men. Because House of X and Powers of Ten, that, that whole thing is a huge retcon of X-Men. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, it's really huge because it, it basically goes that everything that happened from uh, Grant Morrison's run up to the beginning of House of X, none of that shit happened. You know, you, A versus X, the X-Men and humans versus Inhumans, all, none of that shit happened. Well, wouldn't that mean that then, if none of that stuff happened, why would they be bad at Scarlet Witch? That's just it. He picks and chooses. Oh, okay. Well, you can't say none of it happened then if he's picking and choosing. But 
that's that's the thing is most of that history yeah didn't happen yeah that genosha still happened but none of the, none of the rest of that shit did that's by like i said when you do those huge retcons like that it leaves plot holes because that that's a plot hole when you go read house of x and they talk about scarlet witch yeah they they basically are like when they're doing threats to mutants they basically go you know, it's they have two big events Cassandra Nova wiping out Genosha and Scarlet Witches no more mutants and they specifically are saying there that you know, the two biggest hits done to us were done by you know mutate, mutate variants Yeah, because they won't call them they, since Scarlet's not a mutant they call her something else yeah Cassandra Nova was a mutant, though, wasn't she? Nah, she was a she was some kind of alien spirit, something a mumu dry, some shit like that. Charles Xavier's spiritual evil. It's she her 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 background is so fucked up, screwed up. It's the reason why she can do like nano symbols and shit like that to mutants, but it don't affect her. Uh-huh. It's cause she's some kind of alien parasite. Something that got in. Okay, so the the original wrong. idea that she was Charles's long lost twin sister was not a. Yeah, they not didn't stuck around. It didn't. It didn't last to her second appearance. Oh, okay. Because the minute in that first in that first or second story when the Shi'ar got get involved, yeah, they immediately go, "Oh, she's just moving dry, and it's some kind of psychic parasite, alien something." They got in there and was like, becoming. <laughs> a copy of something of Charles kind of, and oh. Charles kind of choked out in the womb. <laughs> yeah, her her background is her background is Marvel not having decent editors anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it all goes back to not having a competent editor-in-chief. Yeah. She was one of those characters where you just asked a lot, his long-lost sister or something. Okay. When they had to take it into some place that was so damn weird and twisted that was them that was them in the beginning of their Charles Xavier's actually an asshole thing which is kind of a return to his character but yeah yeah the original Charles was an asshole yeah but yeah but, like an asshole with reason but still still an asshole yeah like because he, he, he could but do he things for the original being kind to do it. Yeah, the original X Men books. Yeah, you you got the impression that he was using his powers to keep the X Men around to do his bidding. Because every time one of them thought about going and doing something else, yeah, they'd turn around and be like, "No, nah, I think I'm gonna stay." Yeah, Charles was fucking with him. Maybe. That was for sure something. They, well, that was something they heavily implied in Ultimate X Men. Yeah. Now, yeah. Yeah, Ultimates. Yeah. He. It was. It was to the point that. Yeah. The the kind of screwed up thing is Ultimate Charles. Everything I hated about Ultimate Charles Xavier is Charles Xavier now. Mm-hmm. Ultimates is a cancer in Marvel that they'll never quite get rid of. No. It leaks into the no. movies. It leaks into the current books. Even though it failed, they will not let it go completely. Well, that's because one section of it succeeded. 
Ultimate Spider-Man succeeded. Yeah, he ain't around no more, though. No, but they, that's... Well, it's because they pulled the plug on it to introduce it into the 616. Like, it, they pulled the plug on it, I believe it was still making money when they pulled the plug. Yeah, yeah you, you might have a point, because Spider-Girl was, was too. Yeah. By the time they pulled the plug, it wasn't Peter no more, but yeah. But that's it was so profitable. About, that's where the uh, Immortal Hulk comes from, too. The way he, how his character was, you know, fucked up. No. No. Immortal Hulk is, they, no, Immortal no, Hulk they, they, they made him just tied into a demon. The Immortal, the Ultimate Hulk and that was just, like everything in Ultimates, nothing was a hero and everything was taken to its disgusting extreme. So it was the characters from the boys, and even that it was the second version of Hulk, because originally yeah. he popped up in the in the Ultimate Marvel team up, and it was a pretty yeah. standard Hulk. Yeah, it was. But the one that, that got the most play was the one after he mixed the Captain America's blood with the Hulk serum and juiced himself up with it. And that's when you got the Ultimate Hulk and stuff. Yeah, he went from he went from green to gray. And that gray version, well, the trick was he was the he was the opposite of everything Banner was. Banner was a vegan, Hulk was a cannibal. You know, he, Banner was kind of sexually repressed. Hulk was a complete freak. Yeah, he was he was liberal. Yeah, but like I said, that was. That was that universe. That universe. The thing that I, the thing that I did not like about that was what exactly what Hickman brought to X Men, to six one six X Men. I didn't like Charles Xavier in that world because he was a bigot. The only difference between him and Magneto is they couldn't agree on body count. Yep. Magneto was basically going kill all the humans that we don't decide to make slaves. Charles Xavier was basically like, we can show humans that they should give us the world to run. They both were like, we, we are better than you. We are better than you in every conceivable way. Charles was saying, you should give us the world to run. Magneto was going, hey, we just kill all of them and take it. That was it. And ultimate Xavier was screwing with his kids' heads to the point that, hell, you had Storm sitting there going, I feel like a I feel like a black person handing out leaflets to a clan rally. I know this ain't me. Yeah. Well, hell, first time uh, you you see the uh, uh, Nick Fury, the black Nick Fury with the X Men, he's like, I'm pretty sure you're fucking with my head. You know. Hello, they were they were. I can see it. Ultimate dark ass. I, I was I was into it early because it dealt a lot with super soldiers. I thought I always thought the super soldier thing was kind of cool, but it got to a point where I was like, "There ain't a hero in none of this shit I'm reading," and it's starting to wear on me. Yep, it's it's levels of douchebag. Yeah, that was my problem with Ultimates. I burned down on it pretty quick. Like I said, it, I only stuck around as long as I did because I thought the whole thing of Okay, they created Captain America, and he created an arms race. 
That made sense. Because mm-hmm. everybody and their mama would want one. I stuck with it because the Ultimate Spider-Man video game for the PS2 was real good. And Ultimate Spider-Man was probably the exception. Peter was, was what little bit I kept up with it. Peter was pretty standard heroic in it. And you get later in the thing, Peter could be a dick too. Everybody, everybody in Ultimates, that was kind of their thing. They were kind of a dick. When you scratch the surface of them, yeah, they were kind of a dick. And, it, you know, Wolverine tried to kill Cyclops to sleep with Jean Grey. Just all kinds of just... Hawkeye was a literal, you know, homicidal maniac. Yeah, Had a body count. He was, he was an assassin. That's where you get... Hell, that's... That, they literally... Put him in the movie. Yeah. You know, Black Widow did turn out to be a double agent and all that shit, like she did in the movie. Yeah. But the only thing that I liked coming out of coming out of Ultimates that bled over into the MCU was they gave MCU Cap Ultimate Cap's power level. I did like that. Yeah but managed to keep him squeaky clean. Yeah, they gave him they gave him 616's personality with Ultimate's power level. Now recording. Well, I think Priya came back, left and came back. Yeah, he nah, dropped he off a second ago and I came back in. But... I don't know that I'll need the Craig this go around because sounds are pretty good. But... Yeah, it sounds <clears> much better than that round. And I'll edit this whole little section out, so no worries. But, but anyway, uh, we've gotten off on a bit of a, a Ultimates tangent. Yeah. Uh, but then again, it the Ultimates kind of bred a whole lot of retconning. Yeah. So it still yeah. kind of fits, because mm-hmm. they retconned a lot of Ultimate stuff in, and that made people kind of mad at first. You could you could truthfully look at that whole universe as a big retcon. Because that was that was their thing was they basically went okay we're gonna redo we're gonna do redo Marvel for the modern audience and that's where Ultimates comes from and it's it's kind of comic book creators judgments on society basically going you motherfuckers don't know what heroes are anymore but where you had the Ultimates that they could funnel kind of all that negativity into now they just channel it into the main damn books yeah. Yeah, you know, when you when you look at current day Marvel, how many heroes do you see? Not many. Uh, it, it's it's like somebody I saw on Facebook was talking about this particular topic with the uh, Fantastic Four and stuff. He said, "I've gotten to the point now where I just root for the bad guys because the the heroes that I grew up with aren't heroes anymore." Hell, that was me with this run of X Men. When I was reading the book, when I was reading House of X, and they made the assault on the Orcus base, and I was pulling for the anti-mutant hero, the anti-mutant humans, I was like, this this thing has jumped a shark. Because I'm literally sitting there pulling for the people because they're the underdogs. Yeah. Well, it, and to take it back to the subject, that's the reason why you keep having, they keep having to have these gimmicks and relaunches and new number ones is because the heart and soul of the Cape and Kyle style of comics 
where they were heroes. And they can't get these damn things to last two years without having to, to do some stupid gimmick or, or, or a complete reboot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And since we're on X-Men for the moment, the storyline before House of X, where Cyclops has like a closet team of X-Men he had like rummaged together, I was really enjoying that storyline. Because he was trying to be a hero again. But see, that's just it. The, the heroic Cyclops is boring, and people don't like him. They like they like the militant Cyclops. I mean, that's, that's the truth. I wonder, truthfully, if this isn't just a reflection of how society is going, where everybody well, becomes it, more extremist. It yeah, it is. It's people like extremists. Well, it's it's like Todd always says. He liked Captain America because Captain America was better than the country he represented. Well, you got Hydra Cap, who basically represented the country that we, you know, we kind of become, or you know, you lift the rock up and you see. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden you've got Old Cap again, and he's fighting an up uphill battle. People don't like him. It's like. Okay, that that yet right like there. The, yet, yet the Chris Evans version of the movies is very popular. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if the people don't like him, or maybe it's the writers. Like I said, I, I don't know it, how much of it is just a reflection of the people, and how much of it is specifically the writers don't believe in heroes, so they're not very good at writing them. Well, the thing is, what what you see in Cap the comic book is Marvel editorial. Yes. Marvel editorial right now, and hell, probably for about the past five years. They ain't real crazy about men. It's a male character. They don't like male characters. If you read Cap's book, the current run of it, his name's on it. Hell, this is much about Sharon Carter and they brought back Peggy Carter and you had this whole team of women called the Lady Liberators and all that kind of shit and you sit there going, I don't mind having them in there but it's a Captain America book. I if I wanted to read about, if you want to write a story, because it's it's Coates, it's the same dude that ruined Black Panther. Yeah. And it's the same shit. And it's like, if the character is male, well, the way we fix that is by basically covering him up with a bunch of women while keeping his name on the marquee, and it's kind of like, yeah, you know. Bait swap. Or bait switch. Yeah. Yeah, you know, if, if I go to McDonald's, it's because I want a hamburger. Don't hand me a taco. It's yeah, yeah. Burger King tried that; it failed miserably. Yeah, and much like Marvel Comics, it's failing miserably. Hey, as long as the libraries keep buying them, they'll stay in business. But you know, it, it's it's it it's sad that they can't come up with a sandbox kind of theory where everybody gets to be cool. Mm-hmm. And Hopefully that's like what this. DC's trying here soon. But. And that's and that's and that's the reason why you keep having to have these damn stupid ass gimmicks. Well, he's not a mute. Well, okay, that's fine. Well, let's let's create the new warrior. That's not gonna work. Yeah. And know. then the next rider that comes in will make him a mutant again. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's not something this one specifically, they pulled in their guy that's really good at it. <laughs> like, hey, you know how to make fans really pissed off, right? Oh yeah, I'm real good at that. 
we were talking before we start recording. That's that slots model. An enraged fan is an engaged fan. He doesn't care if you like it or not. He only cares that you're talking about it. The fact that we're sitting here talking about it, that's a win for him. Yeah. Now, let's be fair. From what I, from from what little bit I saw, but I didn't read it thoroughly. Uh, the Superior Octopus or the Superior Spider-Man stuff sounded like an interesting story. It was, but you know, when, it's one when you they, knew wasn't going to be per, or you know, you knew Ock wasn't going to hang around as Spider-Man. But, yeah. So he may at least be a decent writer in addition to just doing the gimmicks. Yeah, that Superior Spider-Man was one of them that when he first did it, there was this thing. It was huge outrage. Sweet God in heaven, what are you doing? You killing Peter Parker? This is a whole bunch of crap. But when you read the story, it was actually kind of neat. Mm-hmm. The the downside was it all ended up when you read the thing in totality, it's basically a redemption story for Doc Ock. Who when he brings Doc Ock back, he completely gets rid of that. Yeah. Well, and that's the flaw that, too, is, is Doc Ock's and then, quote unquote and then evil he gives because it he's brain damaged. So if he jumps into Spider Man's body, he should be better. Yeah. But then he gives it again. It's a redemption story. And then he comes back, and he's a villain again, and then he tells the same redemption story all over again. Mm. That's kind of lazy writing. That's the trick. If, you know, if if being Spider-Man had redeemed him like he was at the end of that. At the end of that, you know, that's because he gives Peter the body back. He's like, yeah, I thought I could be better than you, and I'm not. Because he goes up against Norman. He goes up against Norman Osborn as the Goblin King. And uh, Anna, the little lady that Ock is so infatuated with, her life is in danger, and Ock can't save her. He can't figure out how Norman operates. And that's his thing. He gives Peter the body back. It's like, you know, all I ask is that you save her. I realize now you're the superior Spider-Man. Well, Ock goes through all this kind of stuff and gets a clone body back. He's a douchebag again. In fact, he works for Hydra during the whole Secret Empire thing. Yeah. And then he gets him, he works with uh, the Jackal and then ends up cloning himself another body that's part him and part Peter. So you got the Superior Octopus running around now. Which is, you know, Doc Ock's mind in a, in a melded body of himself and Peter. So he don't look the same, and he's got spider powers. Which, but he frames it like octopus powers. Yeah. Which really a lot of though, a lot of that would could potentially make sense together. Well, but, it, it made it made sense in this. The thing that killed him was the fact that he was a normal guy get punched by superpowered people, and that accumulated damage finally took his toll on his body and killed him. So he cloned himself a stronger body. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, you can run around and do that, get punched in the grill by somebody and pick up a truck, you might be want to be able to take that punch. And they had already, you know, set a precedence because that's what the Red Skull did. Yeah. Yeah. Skull's been in two or three clone bodies. Usually of cat. Yep. Well he's he's in uh he's back in uh Alexander Lutkin now. Every time Lucan goes to sleep, he has all kinds of Nazi dreams. Fun. Oopsie. I think when you brought me back, you brought back his dead Nazi in my head. 
Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well, you know, crap happens. All right. Yeah, I, I think we've... Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Tyler. We, we've firmly left Franklin behind in this conversation. I think. Well, it was always going to be about the gimmicks in general. Well, the thing is, it's yeah. never going to be all about Franklin. It's kind of going to be about the, the, the gimmicks. The knockoffs. The... And then when when we really derailed, it was still kind of going into the the root causes of some of these gimmicks and stunts. But uh, but yeah, but I think we've beaten this. Still, you don't you you start to rely on gimmicks when you can't story that people liked. Yeah. yeah. So they they cover that up with a either a new number one or uh, the before the Franklin thing. What was it? Two weeks ago, the big thing was Kenny Pride comes out as bisexual. That was the big news. I was see, she's been bi, and it's like, ah, give shit. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't read really comic book. Does you know? I could care less. You know about that. You know, it, it, you know, I was already, I was already creeped out by the five point star that is the Jean Grey, Wolverine, Cyclops, Emma Frost, now apparently Storm. Pentagon, pentagram. I'm, I'm good. Those, that's a whole other level of stunt. That's that's a stunts out of desperation. I think just trying to get some attention. But anyway, yeah. we don't have time to go into that. We're gonna wrap here. Uh, usually, I invite comments at this point, but uh, <laughs> I don't know what anybody would necessarily have to add. Uh, our condolences from our boy born in '68. <laughs> yeah. See you later. Uh, but you know, if you've got some comment to make, something you don't, something you think we should have pointed out and didn't, or something you'd like to point out, let us know in the comments below. Uh, you can hit us up at the Nerd Eternal at gmail.com. You can hit us up at Facebook at the Nerd Eternal, Twitter at the Nerd Eternal, uh, and uh, you know, we don't get a lot of mail, so you know, just Google Nerd Nerd Eternal. We'll show can, up somewhere. You yeah. can send all your hate mail to CDL113, who is a year older but still hates women. I do not it's hate women. I do not hate women. I'm married to a woman. A likely story. That's just that's just your excuse. Or he just or he just knows he's a pain and that's why he married her. I will inflict this on one woman. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure I married her because I love her, you know. Why she ever agreed, I don't know. Oh, see, he's, now he's calling her dumb. No, yeah. no. See, I told you. <laughs> I, I always tell her she keeps me around to get the stuff off the top shelf. She don't agree with me. Cancel the droid. Hashtag cancel the droid. <laughs> and we're going we're gonna to pop out with that.